0: Hello and welcome back to Redirected, my name is Andrew East and I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to this show and this episode, I hope you're having a great day and This is a little different episode than we normally do. Usually it's an interview type show, but today's a little different uh, for a couple reasons. One, I'm announcing a new theme still along the lines of redirected, but uh, we're kind of doing a series where we sit down with Forbes 30 Under 30 award winners. It is a group that's put together every year of people from different industries, whether it's education, environment, entertainment, whatever it may be. The leading visionaries, the leading young people in those groups, people that I view as young, passionate, visionary, involved people who are working to redirect the future. And we've already done several of these interviews. And I think it's going to be a really wonderful series. I've learned a lot. I hope you do as well. But the reason we're doing this series is because of the second thing that I wanted to talk about today, not to be cliche, but ever since having my daughter. I've been thinking a lot about the future and what life is going to be like for her when she grows up to be an adult. And obviously, the past couple of weeks, months, years has been wild, no matter how you cut it. And uh, recently, with the pandemic and the election, it seems like everywhere you look people are peddling fear. I don't care what side of the political aisle you sit on. I don't care what business is marketing to you. I don't care what religion you pursue. It seems like fear is the predominant tool of motivation. And honestly, it's a powerful tool for motivation. But the more I think about it, the more I think that that's the wrong way to go about it. And if we we listen to the higher side of our humanity, then hope is really the more powerful Tool for motivation, although oftentimes it gets drowned out by fear. And so, again, no matter what side of the political aisle you listen to, uh, they're saying that, hey, if we don't change this or that right now, it's going to be the end. And don't get me wrong, I love being involved in politics. I think you should absolutely be informed and seek out that information, make sure you know what's going on in your local community and in the, in the area surrounding you and in the country for sure because there is things that need to be changed. But I was thinking about this concept of fear and how if you imagine being in a burning building, this fight or flight mechanism that is ingrained in all of us is gonna kick in and you won't be able to focus on anything else except for escaping that immediate danger. I was thinking about how that fear is still used today from the news and politics and again, companies, whether you're buying a product or someone's trying to win your vote. uh, It's as if they're trying to instill fear and that fear garnishes and consumes so much of our attention. And it's hard to focus on anything else. I don't know if any any of you have experienced this, but I, for one last week was absolutely glued to the TV screen. Uh, Just the drama and the fear that I was feeling of, oh my gosh, well, what if this side does win? Or what if that side wins? What's going to happen? Because we're told that it's going to be bleak a couple of years until the next election where we can rectify it. Right. And I don't think that that's, that's the right way to go about life. I don't think that's a a way to find joy or connection and in my mind again i'm not sure your religious beliefs but i think that we're meant to fear one being and one entity and that's it and the good thing for us is by fearing that one thing it, it would consume god would consume our full undivided attention and consume our focus. But the great thing is is unlike a burning building or a politician painting a bleak picture, when we fear that being, there's a lot of hope that we receive as a side effect of that. And so I'm trying to do a better job at realizing that and getting out of this rat race or warped sense of reality Sean and I were talking the other day about how interesting it is that when you're in high school or younger, you know, politics was still a thing obviously. And you would hear conversations in in the school hallways and at home for sure. But when you're not fully embedded in the news and in the culture, it doesn't have that same amplitude that it does when you grow up and be an adult in high school, there's drama and there's sports and there's, You know friends that you're focused on and activities that you're involved with and so you're not reading the news every single day and so these little things don't have the same magnitude in your mind and they don't affect your emotions the same way right because there's other things going on and again I am a huge proponent of being involved in politics and it's a very important responsibility that we have as citizens of this nation but Keep in mind that people are exploiting that tendency that we all have to, to, to glue our eyes to the TV screen and to want to know every single tiny detail of who did what wrong and who did this right and the drama of it all. And I'm not villainizing the news or the media like is a common trend, but I think the awareness that they profit off your attention is a good awareness to have, and there's different levels to how this thing works. And the first level is to get riled up by everything that happens, good or bad. Nobody's perfect. No leader will be the the one-stop shop to solving all of our problems, and to vent and let your emotions get out of control because of the fear that we do get wrapped up into. That's that's level one. I think I think there's another level where you realize that things are rarely as good or as bad as we perceive them to be at first glance. And to look at the landscape of what is and realize, again, no matter how excited or discouraged you are, that there's always hope and there's always gonna be room for improvement. I think that's, that's the piece that's missing. The first level, we get annoyed and frustrated at our friends and family and we, we take it personally when people have different viewpoints than us. The second level, I think we're all bonded and we're all connected by the realization that things are not what they could be. There will be change, there will be something better. We just have to work together to do it. And I'm not saying that expressing your opinion or voicing your concern is bad, don't get me wrong. I think it's beautiful and it's a right that we have in this country, but I think there's an effective way to do it and a non-effective way to do it. And so just be conscious that if you're speaking strictly out of emotions and not out of the realization that there's people that feel as passionately about whatever subject as you do just on the other side of the aisle um, and that the emotions will only lead to screaming at each other and no realization or connection will be made then that's not going to be effective. But if we take the time to sit down and to listen and to evaluate things as they are, not as they're enlarged or exaggerated to be, then I think that's a good context to have a conversation. But maybe that's just me and my limited perspective speaking. I don't know how you feel, but don't let that tear you away from your friends and your family and the community around you because there are other ways to affect the world than voicing your opinion to people who may or may not want to hear it. We might not be able to personally change the entire world, but we could probably make our little corner of it pretty nice. Needless to say, I'm excited for the series where we sit down with Forbes 30 Under 30 award winners. Um, I do... Honor and respect a lot of these people all of them Um, even if I don't agree with where they stand politically or socially whatever it may be um, I do think that that sense of being able to have a conversation with someone being able to listen to someone and still being able to respect someone at the end of the day through differing opinions is a, a really important skill and again I for one am hopeful that we each Every one of us has the ability to do that so. But we're often misled by this noise around us uh, trying to instill fear and trying to instill partisanship, if you will. I think it, having these conversations with a, deal, a, a good deal of humility would go a long way. And that's all I have to say. So I'll get off my soapbox. I don't often do these monologues but i do think that the the tone of the conversation that's happening right now is very inflamed and so for for my piece i just wanted to present the less outrageous less loud um less angry opinion that i have and maybe some of you share i don't know if any of this made sense this was literally just a stream of consciousness but I do hope you have a good day. I do hope you know that there is hope and things are going to be okay. We should absolutely work to make things better in whatever way we can, Um, but it's gonna be okay. So that's all I had. I hope you enjoy this series. If you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy the show, if you're a returning listener, I do appreciate uh, hearing your feedback in the form of ratings, reviews, DMs, whatever it may be. That's all I got. Have a great day and we'll see you later. This is uh, Andrew out.